It's opening weekend for most haunts, and for the next few days, we'll be taking you across the country to speak with different owners. Coming up on today's show, Sir Henry's Haunted Trail in Plant City, Florida is celebrating their eighth season by releasing a full-length novel written in collaboration with local writers. From the Haunted Traction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 30 of our 61-day Hauntathon, counting down to Halloween. Today is Thursday, September 30th, and there are 31 days until Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. Today's show is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. Speak with Gantam's design team and get a free demo at gantam.com demo. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And now, back to Sir Henry's Haunted Trail. Here's owner Zach Glaros to explain more. So once again, we'll have all three Haunted Trails back better than ever. Uh, we're also bringing back Laser Tag, that whole experience, and we're bringing back our Escape Game for 2021. And then we've rethemed all three trails. All three have gone through massive renovations, especially two of them. We tore down a lot of sets and structures that have been there for over four or five seasons and built all new facades and sets in place of those, including our what I'm calling our showpiece is our new Victorian mansion facade, which is about double the size of the last one. And then we have our Captain's Fury Trail. That's a basically a haunted fishing wharf. Really excited for that one. There's some cool stuff in there. We built a giant lighthouse that kind of looms over the entire property. And then we also built an entire boardwalk scene. And we have four or five boats in this scene. You walk on a boardwalk. There's like a facade of buildings there. Lots of awesome new stuff happening. Captain's Fury is the new theme this year, but you've done upgrades to the other two. Yeah. And then we also have Blood Masquerade, which is where our Victorian new, new Victorian mansion facade is at. And that basically is a masquerade. And it's about this Victorian family that believes they're vampires and they drink people's blood because they think they're vampires. And uh, we also built a, a kind of cave cellar scene for the finale of that trail. That's going to be pretty epic. And that's where the vampire beast creature lives for the finale of that trail. I know a lot of people always liked the old Masada. I thought it was great, but it was definitely mm-hmm. down for an upgrade. And it took us about two months just to steady work, probably over 400 man hours to like, get this thing to where it is. And it, I, I'm very proud of it. And I, I have to say it's a piece of art. <laughs> have you all kept anything from 2020 in terms of operations? Yeah, 2020 COVID, we had that first hit. And we didn't know exactly how things were going to look or how things were going to work. And a lot of the stuff we ended up doing was more by default to where you have things like the time ticketing, online ticket sales only. We didn't really know how it's going to go either good or bad, but it went flawlessly. And I think it made for an overall better experience for the guests, the short, shorter wait times, a more intimate experience, even though our event is pretty intimate in itself. I think it offered them a whole a better overall experience. So. For 2021, we're bringing back online ticket sales only. We're bringing back the time ticketing slots. It just worked too well not to not do it again. So those were the two things, biggest things we'll be bringing back. We are an outdoor event, so that does lend us a pretty big advantage compared to most indoor places uh, as far as being safe. So that's some of the stuff you can expect to see for 2021. And in terms of uh, like your team members and staffing wise, how is that going? Last year, how we organized costumes, 
beginning at the night, handing those out and that end of the night, cleaning them, taking them back in. We did a great job with that. We didn't have anybody get sick or any cases throughout the whole season last year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll see the same thing happen again this year. We're going to keep those procedures in place. We'll definitely have people that have to wear masks and, and, and gloves and the whole nine yards with that. But we encourage our, our volunteers to, to get vaccinated. We're not requiring it. Last year, we pulled back a little bit, and even inside the trails, too, and kept that social distancing for actors. Kind of want to make it a little more intense this year, get back to the heightened fear aspect of it. But if, if there is a position where we have an actor in close proximity to a guest, they're going to be masked, they're going to be safe. And also, you kind of already have your worst case scenario plan because it was yeah. what you did last year. Have you noticed this year that there are less people that want to come out and volunteer, or have you not had that problem? I was expecting us to have less interest due to a variety of factors, mm-hmm. but so far it hasn't been the case. We have our core group of returning actors and volunteers that will be back with us this year. But then we've also had a really good response for the first two auditions we've had. How many team members are you normally running? I would say last year, it averaged probably between 60 and 75 a night. You think you're going to keep the same numbers for this year? Yeah, definitely. A lot of the mazes have been restructured because of our rebuild to maximize a certain number of actors while maximizing the most scares possible. So it's a little more efficient. But yeah, we are hoping to run with the same number of people, especially now that because last year we didn't have laser tag or the escape game. We're bringing that back now. So we'll need a few extra hands for that. Tell me a little bit about what's going on with the book because you have a book that you are going to release soon. Sir Henry's Haunted Tales releases September 1st. This was written by Amanda Rosenblatt and Brad Vecito. And they came to me. They were huge fans of the event. They actually moved to Florida from California back in uh, 2019. So that was the first time they came out to our event. Fell in love with the place and have been coming religiously ever since. Uh, And they approached me after our Valentine's Day event this past February in 2021. Uh, and said, hey, we have this crazy idea. They're like, we want to write a, a story or a novel about the characters of Sir Henry and create this universe for this. And I was like, absolutely, yes. I've been wanting to do something like this, but didn't have the time, resources, or know how to do it. So we had some conversations. They had an idea of what they wanted to do. Really, they've been working on this since March. And here we are just a few days away from its release. It's a full, full novel. It's like 160 pages long. It details Sir Henry and a lot of his characters that you'll see here at the event, uh, such as Vex, Pyrum, um, Poppy, just to name a few. And introduces you to the Sir Henry story, a more in-depth of it. And the way that they were able to give life to these characters with just our few conversations and coming to the event is amazing and says a lot about their talent and ability. What do you think will change once you have this book as reference? I think it would be the foundation for guests to understand, you know, it's almost like a movie. It's hard to fall in love with the little details and be able to relate to them so much um, like you can in a movie because you can see all the little details. And I think that's what this book is going to give. And it's going to be a huge stepping stone to hopefully more more stuff to come later on. Are you going to maybe change any of what you're doing with your actors and with your characters to match or align with the book? 
the book aligns to what was already there. They did a great okay. job on that. You know, take uh, Vex, for example. Um, the r- way they wrote the backstory for her character, is it, it was a backstory, but she's at the event. You see her. She's very wild, kind of zany, and she carries like a, a giant electrical taser almost. So the book kind of explains how she went from normal to being Vex and why she is the way she is. So it just gave that background motivation for everything, which I think was awesome. So I think that's what you'll see more going forward is we'll keep introducing new characters at the event, but then the books, other media will help. Do you have any plans as to how to weave those expanded stories more into the experiences that you have there? That's a really good question. And I think either intentionally or unintentionally, we're starting to do that this year, such as with the escape game and laser tag. Normally, I would have just done kind of a one-off theme, just a standalone thing. But laser tag and the escape game will both feature core Sir Henry character that's themed around those attractions. So um, example, Mr. Peebles, one of our kind of staple older Sir Henry characters, is going to be featured in our laser tag game, which is going to be called Breakout, which is asylum-based thing. So that's one example of that. And then the Escape Game 2 will feature another core Sir Henry character to be released soon. Now you have a, a very niche experience that you can get to know that character even better. And this will be our eighth season doing the event. And we've got a, an awesome group of fans now. They love what we do. They love the, the shows that we put on. So there's some really dedicated, hardcore people out there that, that probably must look for this kind of stuff, which is awesome. So Amanda and Brad came to you to bring you the idea about it. What was the process like from your end? Yeah, so basically we had a meeting. I gave them everything that I had in my head for this Sir Henry universe and his characters. I kind of just gave all that to them. They had an outline and plan in their head. And then from there, we both worked together. They would send me a chapter. I would review it. I would tweak it however we needed. There wasn't actually a whole lot of tweaks, which was awesome. They gave me final approval of every, everything and anything they've written about the characters, any of the language in the book. It's very, it's great for all ages, young, old, everything mm-hmm. in between. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.